Tesla, still got gas money. I ain't a bitch, yes sir, I keep cash on me. You can get your face smacked if you act funny. Cash money, gas money, I made tax money. I got no bitch, you broke, but some glass money. Racked up, I'm the young Johnny Cash money. Make gas, motherfucking ass gas I think money. I'm jacking the box, cause I stay up in the buns. And your ex got that box ready to eat for everyone. Ooh, damn, girl. What's cracking, big dogs? Welcome, bike, to thy channel. Welcome, bike, to thy headquarters. We're Euro stepping into the into the video today. We're feeling good. We're feeling proper. How y'all feeling? Except for the people that got absolutely fucking cooked by Mr. Dalvin yesterday, which was me in like four fucking leagues. But we are bike. BDG, big dogs got to eat fantasy football. My name is Nicholas. We are here to talk week 10 waiver wire. We're here to recap all of week nine, everything that happened yesterday. And there's still a Monday night game, but fortunately for us, it literally doesn't matter. It might be the worst game in the history of the NFL, but they choose to put it on Monday night. Prime time. Who the fuck wants to watch Joe Flacco? It's a damn travesty. It's a damn travesty, and I will not stand for it. Thus, we are boycotting Monday Night Football. But we are not boycotting Monday Night Football on Monkey Knife Fight. Because on Monkey Knife Fight, they've got a beautiful, a beautiful, a beautiful game. And let me flip over to some, some screen action. We're going to go to the secondary display. There is one game in which I love on Monkey Knife Fight. We're going to head over to monkeyknifefight.com. If you're not already signed up, make sure you do so because we are bringing home thy revenue. We're going to a new game. We're going to click Patriots and Jets. Y'all can't even see that because I'm telling y'all to text me, which you should do ASAP. Shout out Rocky. Need a new album. Cam Joe Flacco. I would take the under. I would take the under. But my favorite play of the day, which is three and a half X. Oh, they change it from fucking Jacoby Myers. Or they change it from James White to Jameson to Jacoby Myers. They really be switching shit up. They're really switching shit up like Fox News over here. It was Jameson Crowder versus James White, but we're still going to take Cam Newton minus one and a half passing yards over Joe Flacco. I'm just going to take straight up Jameson Crowder over Jacoby Myers because we've had a two game sample size in which Joe Flacco was the quarterback and Jameson Crowder was healthy, which hopefully he kind of will be for this one. He saw 13 and 10 targets. 13 and 10 targets. Jacoby Myers ain't doing shit, right? Every single week we talk about it's going to be Demir Bird. It's going to be Nikhil Harry. It's going to be Jacoby Myers. It's never fucking anyone. It's never anyone, and you're never going to be able to guess who to take in this passing offense. So thus, we're going to go with Cam over Joe Flacco, but we're going to go with James Crowder over Jacoby Myers. Three and a half X our damn money. Throw 20, you're going to win 70, plus your 20 back, obviously. So if you're not yet signed up for Monkey Knife Fight, easiest way to bring home the mortgage, to pay the mortgage, to bring home the revenue is on Monkey Knife Fight. If you throw $20 on, you're going to get 40 when you use the promo code BDGE. So use BDGE when you throw 20 down. They're going to give you 40 We can put 50 Up to $50, they will double whatever you throw down, and we can win 175 off of this bet. All right, all right, all right. MonkeyKnifeFight.com, promo code BDGE. Let's talk waivers. Let's talk wafers. Let's talk young gravy. Let's talk Zendaya. Baby, just get me in a room. Just get me in a room with Zendaya. Give me a room and I'll lock it down. Where are my notes? 
believe it or not, I do semi-prepare for these things, and I do have some notes. I want to bring them up to the top. Screen. I hope this thing is like working right now. Hope you guys can hear me. Why would tonight's game not the Thursday night game? I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. All right, so as always, we're going to start off with the injuries because they were plenty, Phil, as always. We had Kyle Allen uh, suffer a severe ankle injury. That shit just cracked. Little crack, crack. Alex Smith came in and threw for over 300 yards, 325 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. So it was a little bit better than the first game he played in. A lot of bit better. Couldn't get any worse. He did have one touchdown. It was a long to Terry McLaurin, but Terry McLaurin did all the damn work, as usual, for the entire Washington offense. He's the only one doing work week in and week out. They play the Detroit Lions next week, and then they get Cincy, and then they get Dallas. So. With Alex Smith under center, yeah, it kind of fucking stinks owning Terry, but the matchups are good enough to where he's going to get 10 targets and he'll probably turn a lot of that into a little bit. If so, facto, flip that. It's going to turn a little bit into a lot of bit. Currently on pace for 154 targets, 100 catches, 1,390 receiving yards, and six touchdowns. So again, nothing to worry about with Terry here. Big Ben, MCL sprain, came back into the game. Doesn't seem like it's going to be a problem for him. If anything, he could just play with a brace on it. So we ain't worried about Big Ben. Blew the fuck up yesterday. Uh, really disappointing game for James Conner, unfortunately. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Matthew Stafford, uh, concussion, left the game, but cleared protocol. So not actually concussion. We had a lot of conkos yesterday. A lot of conks. Two Davids, two running backs, two fat running backs named David who fucking stink. Both got conked up. David Johnson of the Texans. Duke Johnson came in, 16 carries, 41 yards, one rushing touchdown, four receptions, 32 yards. David Johnson's season high up to this point in receptions was four. Why are you calling me? Well, I know you guys are going to go fucking nuts about I'm not doing this with the landline today. I don't have the energy. I came proper. Thus, my energy goes to you. Don't worry about the fucking landline. Worry about me. David Johnson conked. Season high up to this point was four receptions. Duke Johnson had four yesterday. There wasn't another running back in that backfield that had a touch outside of Duke Johnson. So if DJ can't clear concussion protocol by this upcoming weekend, Duke will fill in as, as a pretty solid running back too uh, against Cleveland at Cleveland next week. I don't want to say like everyone's always talking about how Duke Johnson is like should be a workhorse and should be treated as a workhorse. Like he kind of fucking stinks when he's on the field, to be honest. It was like, oh, his yards per touch is like top five. He's like, I've never watched Duke Johnson and been impressed. Like, literally, I've never watched him on an NFL field and been impressed. Like, at me if I'm wrong. But I really have never, never, ever been impressed with Duke Johnson. But he'll be a volume play for next week. David Montgomery. Strictly, he's a volume play every single week. But concussion in the protocol. Does have an extra day to clear because they are playing on Monday night. I don't even know who they're playing. But the fact that the Bears are on Monday Night Football actually is the least surprising. They put the Jets on for Monday Night Football this week, the Bears next week. I don't – actually, I do. We already talked about this earlier in the year. NFL, they're they're good at marketing. They're good at business. Take take the games that would typically get zero fucking views, put them on primetime because we're all savages. We're all degenerates. That's why you're going to go to Monkey Night Fight and use promo code BDGE because we're degenerates and we're always trying to bring in the revenue that's what they do. They take a weakness. They make it into a strength. Thus, the Bears are playing on Monday night. If he doesn't end up clearing concussion protocol, I still want nothing to do with that backfield. It's Ryan Nile. It's Cordell Patterson. They don't even have a real running back on the team right now. I don't. I think Ryan Nile had... I can't say his name, so I'm just going to keep going. It's like, an it's like when you're warming up an instrument, like before you're about to be on stage and you do the guitar. It's like... That's what Ryan Nile is. 
don't put a guitar into your starting lineup, okay? So it's David Montgomery or bust, and he's basically a bust at this point too. So everything's a bust in the Bears' backfield. C-Mac, this is obviously the bad news. So Christian McCaffrey finally gets biked to full health from the high ankle sprain and pops off yesterday for like 32 fucking points. RB1 right now on the season in terms of points per game and is overall the RB25, which is just insane. It's just fucking insanity. Um, However, at the end of the game, the last drive, he landed really... Stop calling me, yo. I'll come to the goddamn front desk when I feel like it. When I'm done live streaming, this is my priority. Y'all are my priority, and I love you very much. C-Mac fell hard on his shoulder or whatever, and they say week 10 is, is... very, very much in doubt. And this is a problem because he already missed a lot of time. And they also still have their buy coming up. I think it's week 12 or week 13. So if you're a C-Mac owner, you're in a very, 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 I get it, bro. Just fucking leave it. Um, they just fucked up my mojo. They done fucked up my mojo. We're going to fucking... Focus on breathing. Y'all meditate. I just like recently kind of started getting into it. I use the Headspace app. I've done it like 10 days in a row. So I just finished up like the basic, um, the basic portion, right? They got basic where you do like 10 different meditation pieces. They're all like four to five minutes long. You focus on your breathing and you realize that like your thoughts are are just your thought. Like you can't control your thoughts, but they're not really part of you. You know, I'm not about to get into that right now. Um, but we're going to focus on our breathing and we're going to focus on Christian McCaffrey. So it could be a serious injury. Uh, I watched Dr. Jesse Morse's video breakdown of it, and it could be anything from something like one to two weeks up to something serious where it's a fractured collarbone or whatnot, or an SC joint sprain. But it looks like we're going to miss some more time with Christian McCaffrey. You should not have dropped Mike Davis to begin with. Like this is handcuff season. Should not be dropping your handcuffs at this point in the season. Like Jamal Williams, Tony Pollard, Mike Davis, Gio Bernard, like all of these guys need to be owned and need to be sitting on your roster. All right. We're at the point in the season where, where you're not getting like, you're not getting breakout wide receivers. You're not finding breakouts on the waiver wire realistically outside of running back handcuffs. They're all, it's injuries to starting running backs that end up leading to the best waiver wire pickups of the week at this point, right? The depth charts aren't moving and shit like that. So you need to keep these guys on your roster. So you keep Mike Davis, you keep Gio, you keep all these guys. Jamal Williams, you keep them. I don't care that Aaron Jones came bike and was fucking absolutely bike, which we'll get to in a little while. But C-Mac is going to miss some time, most likely, and uh, that makes Mike Davis the number one waiver wire pickup of the week for show. Justin Jackson. It was like that scene from Heavyweights where it's like, Josh Birnbaum, step on the scale. Step off the scale. That's like what Justin Jackson did yesterday. It's like, Josh, Justin Jackson, step on the field. Step off the field. He did something with his knee after like literally the first or second play of the game. I want to say it was something meniscal-wise, but he did not return to the game. And um, listen, again, just just add Kalen Balazs to the Adam Gase obituary. Guys who left Adam Gase and then balled the fuck out. I'm just kidding. Kalen Balazs still fucking stinks. Really bad. But... Man, this is a backfield where they gave all the touches to Kalen Balaj and Josh Ke- uh, Joshua Kelly because Justin Jackson was out, Austin Eckler's out, Troy Main Pope is out, and Josh Kelly still finds a way to be the RB2 behind Kalen Balaj, who was like just picked up or he was on the practice squad or some shit. But if you look at the picture here, if we look at the breakdown from Zipod Father between Kalen Balaj and Josh Kelly, 
Snaps, Kelly 39 to 31. Routes, Kelly at 25 to Bellage's 11. Targets, 5 to 3. Touches in the red zone. Bellage has 17 overall touches to Kelly's 14, and he had the four red zone touches. Fantasy points, he was the one who got into the end zone, so he led that 16.4 to 10.9. All this really says to me is, holy shit, do we need Austin Eckler bike on the field? Austin Eckler's probably going to win leagues when he comes back, whenever he does, if he does. Probably like not even going to come back this year. We're going to get news in like two weeks where he's just out for the rest of the season. Like he hit a setback or some shit, and I'm just done. If that ha- if you get a, a, an alert from Sleeper or whatever like app service you use, and it says Austin Eckler's out for the year, he had a setback, you should also just go onto YouTube and search for me because it won't be there anymore. I'm taking the channel down if that's the case. What this means going forward, we don't know. Is well, let's just assume Justin Jackson's out for the next week, three weeks, whatever the fucking case may be. Um, we are now looking at probably the worst committee in the history of the NFL. Kalen Balaj and, and Joshua Kelly. Thank God that Herbert is there to make people semi-relevant here, but like arguably the worst committee of all time. Uh, Noah tweeted it out. I think he probably had the best uh, analysis for it. It's basically like riding a bike with two flat tires when you're picking between Balaj and Josh Kelly. Maybe like Frank Gore and LaMichael P. Ryan might be the worst committee, but I, I, have, I have just way too much respect for Frank that I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't put those two words in the same sentence together. So they play the Dolphins next week, and uh, this could be a huge revenge game for Kalen Blosh. Could be a huge revenge game. Now, here's the way I'm looking. Like I still think, I mean, it definitely says something about Kelly, the fact that they just keep using him as the, as the number two or number three back, no matter who is on the field. Uh, they clearly don't trust him. They clearly don't want to give him the touches, the carries, but he just is forcing himself into a position where they've got no other choice but to do so. So for next week, no, I'm definitely not starting Kalen Balage. I think Kelly still leads the backfield in snaps and uh, will probably out-touch Kalen Balage next week. So I think he'll be like, you know, the Dolphins have actually been good. I mean, they've been a great defense, obviously. You guys know that over the last like month or so. On the year, They've been pretty stout against running backs. They have not allowed a running back to go over 90 rushing yards on the ground, and they've allowed one running back to go over 35 receiving yards. So take that as it may. I think Josh Kelly is kind of like a borderline weak flex play for next week. I'm not starting, not starting Kalen Balazs. You're also not going to be able to start Preston Williams, who injured his foot, which is a travesty because Tua came bike and looked fucking beautiful, looked as much as the prospect as everyone kind of expected Tua to look like. Preston Williams gets hurt after seeing like five first half targets. Something with the foot. The x-rays came back negative. There are two options when it comes to these foot injuries. It can either be a fracture or it can be a mid-foot sprain. So when there's a fracture, obviously that's going to be an elongated period. That's like a Liz Frank injury. And uh, the x-rays came back negative. So for right now, it doesn't look like a fracture. But the mid-foot sprain is what tons of guys... I'm going to have to ask uh, Doc what the deal is with all these fucking foot sprains. Because I've never... It's unprecedented the number of foot sprains we've seen this year. Right? This is what Mixon and Carson are dealing with. Where everyone keeps saying it's day-to-day. But it's never fucking day-to-day. So I'm expecting Preston Williams to miss multiple weeks. I believe he got carded off. So this is definitely trending towards the more serious type of uh, foot industry industry fucking I'm always thinking business always thinking revenue top of mind so if he's out for a prolongated period of time obviously a big upgrade for Devonte parker as Tua gets more comfortable and they're letting him throw a little bit more slight boost to mike gesicki i mean we look back at last year you remember the second half of last year when uh, gesicki and parker were both absolute blow up fantasy players for y'all that was when preston williams missed time and anytime 
like anytime you can make Mike Kosicki look like a good football player, whatever situation it is, you have my attention and this will be the case. So I think Kosicki is a pickup at tight end if he's available in your league. I think uh, LaVisca Chenault pulled some hamstring, tweaked it. He was dealing with a hamstring injury earlier this year. And I'm not sure if this was a retweak of that or just a new injury, but he's out. Not that it really fucking matters, to be honest, at this point. Uh, there's no one on that passing offense that you want outside of DJ Charky. No offense. Re-injured his ankle, possibly. He twisted it. Looked kind of bad. He limped off to the sideline on an early big catch he had in the game. Ended up coming back into the game. So unless it like swells up and something new comes out report-wise about Fant, he should be good to go next week. Keep a close eye on practice reports. See if he's like sitting Wednesday, Thursday, or if he's limited. If you can get in full practices, he's a full go. Because Alberto, who was creeping, creeping on Noah Fant's playtime, suffered some kind of knee injury. Left the game, did not return. It's definitely, again, going to be a, a, a situation to Monetel. This whole Broncos offense looked good this weekend. Or at least, you know, statistically speaking, because they were playing the fucking Falcons. Andrew Locke threw the ball 48 times. So uh, I, I continue to like... Tim, uh, Tim Patrick pretty heavily. I think that Jerry Judy had a big blow up game, but I don't expect those games to continue coming. Cause again, it was the Falcons. They threw the ball 48 times. That's not going to be the case most times, uh, but it was good to see Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, both get in the end zone, both have productive fantasy days. If I can own one going forward, if I can own one going forward, it's going to be Tim Patrick. Hate to say it. All right, we're getting to the welcome bike segment. I'm going to try to play this for y'all. I created a fucking theme song. I created a theme song for it, but I haven't been able to figure out how to use it. Ecamm live recordings. Every time I try to do it, I fuck it up. Ecamm at, oh yeah. Welcome bike, welcome bike, welcome bike. Welcome back. I love that Mace came bike for like five seconds for that song and then just left us again. Goat. Big goat. I'm probably never going to do that again. But I thought it was worth trying. All right, so we got welcome bike. Um, before we do that, though, y'all see this number right here. Text me. If you text me, I will answer y'all. Anyone who's texted me so far, you know damn well I've personally answered y'all. That's been like 50 people thus far. If you text me during this live stream, right, I'll answer some right now. Nate Moore. Chris Moore was good. Was cracking big. Don't be fucking sending me pool requests. You're sending me like the, the pool game request. No pool. You fool. If you text me at that number right now, Fungao, Fungao, right now, text me and I'll answer you live on air. Oh, we got a lot of people up in here, Zendaya. <laughs> love that. I saw on Twitter that you're in love with me. Yeah, you forgot to change your, uh, you forgot to change your last name, cutie. These are the facts. Alex was good. In a, I'm be honest with you. I'm probably not gonna be answering uh, any fantasy questions on here. I'm just gonna be sending you nudes of snacks. Alex, I'll answer just because this is a one-time thing in a PPR league. Five and four. Any? Oh, you got like an any thoughts on my team? I'm sorry, I don't have time to kind of break that down. Nope, I got big nope. That's what you're getting. Nick Bird, what up, big dog? What's up? Sweet, like icing on titties. Hey, cutie, do you see Curtis Samuel as a buy-in dynasty for contenders? Uh, I'm not, like, super high on him. I think we'll just honestly see wildly. Actually, you know what? With C-Mac out now, he's going to he's gonna be getting a lot more involved in the 
uh, in the ground game. But like in terms of like being a contender, he's definitely not. I don't think he's someone that's going to push you over the edge. I don't think he's going to be like a league winner by any by any means. But he's like a flex play. So let's see. E. I'll get back to you and answer that. Jacob Anderson. Hello, hello, hello. I need more enthusiasm, sir. Peter Townsend. We bike. Huge bike. Oh, the texts are rolling in. I love it. Text me. Text me. Michael. Yo. Huge bike. Amar. What in the world happened to Justin Jackson? I lost because he gave me a goose egg. He got hurt, brother. He got herded. All right. Bike to the bike. Bike to welcome bike. Aaron Jones. He's bike. He don't give a fuck about getting rested. As soon as Jay Willie went onto the COVID list, you knew that you knew that Aaron Jones was suiting up. And he looked 100%. He operated as such. He, he's now he's got 10 days to rest up. I don't he didn't suffer any setbacks, so he's good to go. Aaron Jones top top 3 even higher than that fantasy running back rest of season. As I said with Christian McCaffrey, I had him as a as a wee bike candidate, welcome bike candidate. Now he's not. RB1 in points per game, RB25 despite playing in three games. The three games he's played in so far, 27, 23, and 32 fantasy points, half PPR. It's just so demoralizing, man. That shit absolutely hurted. DJ Chark, massive game yesterday, 7 for 146 and a tug. Welcome bike, DJ Chark. Now there's no more LaVisca Chenault, which again doesn't really impact DJ Chark going forward because he wasn't like someone swaying the fantasy impacts of players throughout games. But it's good to see two things. One, that Jake Luton can actually support DJ Chark in a fantasy-relevant way. Two, that Chark is fully over whatever ankle injury he was dealing with earlier on in the year. Okay? So DJ Chark, welcome bike. Christian Kirk, welcome bike. Last four games, five for 78, two for 86, two touchdowns, two for... 37, two touchdowns, five for 123 and a touchdown. So five receiving touchdowns over his last three games. I will say those are against the Jets, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, and Miami. Miami's a good team, obviously, but three of the four were like some of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. He's a sell candidate for me because the schedule gets a lot forward, a lot more difficult going forward. They get the Bills next week. And over the last five weeks, over the last five weeks, the Bills have uh, allowed the third fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So they're getting tough on the pass D, which is what we kind of expected them to be going into the year. Welcome bike to John Brown. John Brown, it's good to see Mr. John Brown coming bike from the dead because he had been dealing with what, what happened was like he got hurt earlier on. I think he missed the game, but he's been like way less than 100% for a big part of the season. Yesterday against Seattle, was just, that's just like on repeat. Everyone has their big games. Everyone's fucking welcome bike to the fantasy football when they play Seattle. 11 targets, 8 catches, 99 yards, and a tug. Or actually, he did not get into the end zone, so not a tug. But still, 8 for 99, huge game in PPR. Really good game for half PPR. This offense just operates at a different level when John Brown is on the field and actually healthy. So, seeing him bike on the field operating at 100% is the difference with Josh Allen being a QB1 and a high-end QB1. So, John Brown, you love to see it. Might be a reach here. Might might be a reach. We go Euro step to Mr. DeAndre Swift. 
40% snap share. Um, his usage his usage was good. 13 carries, five targets. So 18 opportunities, which is what we want to see from DeAndre Swift. Still getting AP and carry-on very involved. Carry-on had a lot of his shit in garbage time, so I'm not really looking too much into that. But, but, but DeAndre Swift came close to 100 yards from scrimmage. Came close to 100 yards from scrimmage. Uh, a big game, and I expect it going forward. Kenny Galladay, we now have a three-game sample size of no Kenny Galladay, and all three games, DeAndre Swift has had five targets. So he is the clear pass-catching back there, and he is starting to get more and more and more carries. Tough matchup next week against Washington, so, you know, it's hard to be confident about it, but a good, a good, 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 good game. Also, other thing to note, if you text me, I'm going to be giving away two hoodies. Two hoodies, one Fade the Public, one Big Dogs hoodie for everyone that texts me. All right, we got the cutoff sleeves hoodie, which you got. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As will have to do that yourself. But for everyone that texts me, you're going to be automatically entered into the hoodie giveaway. So text me. Say what's saw. Say what's cracking. Say give me that motherfucking hoodie. Text me anything you want. And you're going to be automatically entered. But be prepared to get nudes. I'm just kidding. Kind of. What else we got? What else do we got? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, okay. So let's talk about Jonathan Taylor, which is getting fucking old at this point. It really is. But I think it's worth noting because the snap counts for week nine, 34% of the snaps to Jordan Wilkins, 34% to Naeem Hines, 31% to Jonathan Taylor. Colts week nine RB usage, 11 carries to six for Wilkins to Taylor, two targets each. It's ugly. It's ugly out here. And Taylor started the game off well. He was running well. And then he lost another fumble. This is one of his problems in college, losing fumbles. Typically, we don't make a big deal out of it, but when you're in a committee and you don't have a big leash, right? You're fighting for every snap. You're fighting for every touch, and then you fumble the ball. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get pulled out of the game. Does that mean he's not going to be the starter next week and and get more opportunities? I don't know. Could have been a game script thing where they were just like, all right, we don't want to deal with that for the rest of the game. Tough game versus the Ravens. Tough loss, um, but not looking good for Taylor. Again, stonks going down, down. Fucking fallout boy Jonathan Taylor over here. Ooh, boy. Not good. Uh, what else do we got? A.J. Brown is just absolutely a god. What happened in the Miami bike field? Salvin Ahmed. Salvin Ahmed. Uh, you just want to pass on anyone in this Miami backfield, all right? We have Jordan Howard out here with, like, more rush attempts than rushing yards on the year, almost. He's averaging, like, one, literally 1.2 yards per carry on the ground this year. He is so bad. It's so bad. Uh, Salvin Ahmed, I'm listen. You're either owning Miles Gaskin and waiting for him to come back, or you're not playing anyone in this backfield. I'm telling you, Ahmed is 
one of the worst prospects I've ever scouted. He was so bad in college. People were like, I remember scouting him specifically and watching him and be like, why did dudes like him? One, he's like literally 200 pounds. He's a really small back. And people are like, well, it's because he's going to run like a 4-3-40. I was like, okay, you know, if you're small and you really have that type of explosion, I'm about it. And then he goes to the combine and runs like a 4-6-5. I'm like, dude, it's okay if you're on a 4-6-5 if you're 230 pounds. But you can't be 200 pounds and also run a 4-6-5. It's not good. And you're not elusive. You stink. He stinks. Don't waste money on him, please. Um, what else do we got? Mike Evans, just absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible when there are other weapons on the field. I mean, listen, Tom Brady was terrible. So I guess you can't really blame Mike Evans and Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin and Rob Gronkowski. Dude has four Pro Bowl receivers on the field and he can't make a goddamn thing happen. That was so ugly. I saw somewhere that I think like football outsiders DVOA said that this game by the Saints all over defense, special teams, offense was the single best graded out game in this. I think it was like in this century. It was something like really fucking dramatic, but it was like the best game ever played, which I'm not surprised given the end score and all the statistics behind it. But Mike Evans, this is a tweet per Mike Clay. He said, Mike Evans, his last three games getting shadowed by Marshawn Lattimore, two targets, zero receptions in all three games. So Mike Evans versus Marshawn Lattimore, not, not a matchup you want to attack. What else we got on the wire? What else do we need to talk about here today? Let's check Twitter, see if we got any good updates. Uh, Kyler Murray is just absolutely blacking the fuck out over his last five games. Something I tweeted out earlier. Make sure that you are following me on the Twitter, on the Instagram, and make sure you are following the brand accounts as well. 12 to 2 touchdown to interception ratio over the last five games. We were told that Kyler Murray stinks at passing. Not the case over the last five games. 31 and a half fantasy points per game over the last five games. Averaging 10 carries, 71 yards, and 0.8 rushing touchdowns per game. He has eight rushing touchdowns on the year right now. There are only two players in the NFL that have more rushing touchdowns than Kyler Murray on the year. And they're both running backs. 70 plus percent completion rate in four of the last five games. This dude is blacking, literally blacking out. And listen, he's going to make a case for the MVP. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to be up right now. But literally that shit just swings. It's, it's completely narrative driven. It swings back and forth every week. Patrick Mahomes will have a bad week next week. Russell Wilson will have a good one. And now, now it's Russ's to lose. And if so facto, Kyler Murray, bowling the fuck out. What else do we got? Let's check Roto World if we got any updates on anybody. David Montgomery in the least concussion protocol. We knew that. J.D. McKissick is running an absurd amount of routes. Ran a league-high 31 pass routes in Week 9. He's catching so many passes, and it's coming at the detriment of Antonio Gibson, who's clearly like their go-to guy on the ground. But if he had that McKissick role, he would be unstoppable. But he's not getting it. To hope for that to happen is just being you're being ignorant. You are being ignorant. It ain't happening. Christian McCaffrey is very much in doubt after four week 10 after something, a shoulder injury in week nine that escalated quickly. Uh, we don't know too much about it. Kyle Allen is going to have surgery on his ankle. He's out for the year. Do I, do I even want to pick up Alex Smith? No. I mean, just go pick up Jake Luton. If he wasn't picked up, if you're in a super flex league and you want to get one guy, cause I don't know if Minshew's getting that, that, uh, that job back. I don't know if Minshew's getting that job back. You know, one thing that is coming back though, your pubic hair, which is why, which is why you need to go to Manscaped. We're going to go to Manscaped right now, actually. We're going to do this together. Together. 
forever. We're meant to shave our balls. Manscaped.com. I can't figure out where the live stream is. <laughs> okay. Y'all ready? So we're going to go to Manscaped. Very simple. Very nice. They have the performance package. You want to perform better on an NFL field, you shave your nuts. Okay. This is what I do every Sunday before I sit down there and take my notes and watch football. We get litted. Performance package. Here's the beautiful part about this. You get the lawnmower. The lawnmower is incredible. The lawnmower is actually incredible. You get the weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmers for all you fucking people out there that have hair coming out of every fucking hole. This is for you, okay? We've got the crop preserver, the crop reviver, the magic mat. They're a little, uh, they're a little like underwear shits they got are kind of fucking awesome. And they come with this travel bag, which I've taken everywhere. I love this little travel bag. It's nice, made out of leather. You could, you could fit your weed in it. Because weed's getting legal everywhere now. Weed is legal almost everywhere. So if you go to manscaped.com and you use the promo code BDGE, you're going to get 20% off and you're going to get free shipping. All right? Boxer size. Who's got the big Brajol? Who's got the XXXL? We're going to check out and you're going to use the promo code. Where's the code? Where can I do a code thing? Where can we do a code code? A, B, G, E. Let's make sure this thing rolls for y'all. Yes, sir. $22 off and you're getting free shipping. You love to see that. You love to see it. And I love you all. So make sure you go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BDGE. You're getting a lot of money off, a lot of percentages, and you're getting free shipping. It's a beautiful thing. Let's, let's go hang out on Twitter. Actually, let's go to the chat. What's going on on YouTube? Who's bullying me? Who's yelling at me? Who's bullying me? Lighting up that gap money, cash money, all up in your ass money. I whip a Tesla, still got gas money. Oh, we're live. Oh, we on the air? Make sure you hit that thumbs up button, please. A lot of y'all are being wildly disrespectful by not hitting it right now. We have like 8,000 people in the chat and we only got like two thumbs up. You can put your weed in there. Miles Sanders and Nick Chubb are bike. Shout out to my fucking dynasty team. Who I pulled, I ripped off two huge upsets the last two weeks. I lost C-Mac. I lost, uh, I traded away Terry. I traded away Higgins. I traded away Joe Mixon. And then I lost C-Mac, Nick Chubb, Eckler. And I've scraped together two dubs over the last two weeks. I need Nick Chubb bike. I need Eckler bike. But Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, supposed to be back next week. Going to be monstrous. You fuck with Gravy, Nick. I don't really listen to his music, but I heard that one song, and like I can't stop getting gassed up about it. I'm about to play it again. I'm probably going to get a copyright. They might even take this video down, but honestly, it's fucking worth it to run this. Sir! I love this song. All right. Um, who's better, Sanders or Chubb? I would much rather own Sanders rest of season. Do you think C-Mac is going to be biked this week? No, absolutely not. You think David Johnson finna play week 10? 50-50. Concussions are usually 50-50. Or actually more like 65-70 to 30-35. So if I had to guess on it just randomly, I would say yes, he'll probably be biked this week. Make sure you text me. Text me. Yell at me. Actually, send me your favorite songs. I'm, I need some new music. Text me your favorite songs. Send me the Spotify link. 
Is DJ more dust? Uh, I don't want to say dust, but like, listen, we know what he, he's just going to be inconsistent. He's just going to be, he's an inconsistent wide receiver three at this point. This dude knows no boundaries. We're like a whiteboard, all right? We can erase and we can put down anything we want over here. There are no boundaries. Rest in peace, King Von. I've never listened to King Von before. I didn't know who that was before the news of him dying. God, mind, NY. Left 60 points on the bench with Chark and Kirk. Ooh, that shit hurted. I'm mad as fuck. Still can't see me in Texas. Hold them. <laughs> I'm not good at Texas. Hold them. I was telling the story on Fade the Public. Like the first time I was in a casino, I sat down at a no limit Texas Hold'em table and it was like top three scariest shits I've ever done. I'd imagine that's how nervous I'd be if I actually sat down with Zendaya. Let's check community. Let, uh, let's check uh, the text app and see who's texting me. Better be you. How does Hunt look going forward? I mean, he'll, he'll be back to whatever Chubb was, or he was with Chubb. Probably like a top 15 guy, but the ceiling is not there, really. The kid, Lowry, yeah, Lairo, I don't even know who, how to say the name, but I have a couple of his songs on my playlist, too, actually. I like that kid. <coughs> what do I do with Zeke at this point? Um, you buy some shit from Manscaped and hope your cock don't fall off. Nothing else to do. Are you concerned with Mark Andrews? Yeah, that Baltimore passing offense stinks. The ground game wasn't working, but listen, like the indie rush defense is so fucking good. They're so good. You can't run anywhere. I don't know if Mark Ingram is going to be bike or not, but Zendaya is not a pipe dream. Shut your hole. COVID is about to shut down the NFL. Uh, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be all right. I think we're gonna be all right. Uh, because the regular season is going to be done before Joe Biden gets into office. And Joe Biden's going to start using science, and that's going to shut a lot of shit down. So. Is Devontae Parker still a hold or a drop? No, you're definitely not dropping him. Definitely not with Preston Williams' foot injury. How are we feeling about Mixon? I don't know, dude. Uh... I don't. I'm not even confident that Mixon is about to be back right now, even after the buy. Have we heard any updates? Like originally he was day to day, and all of a sudden he's missing three weeks. Suspect shit. Sus shit. Sussy. Sussy. Bubble for the playoffs. That'd be dope. Uh, also, tomorrow, either tomorrow or I don't know if I'm going to do it tomorrow or I'm going to do it Wednesday. Maybe I might do another live stream tomorrow. Actually, I lied. Never mind. We uh, film fade the public tomorrow. I'm doing this week is going to be like a rest of season video week so i'm gonna do like rest of season running back rankings based on buys based on playoff matchups based on shit that matters so that will be some of the videos going forward this week i'm sorry nick why are you sorry baby why is jonathan taylor so bad at football i i don't know my best guess is your best guess which are two shitty guesses listen to west side yeah i fuck with west side gun i like west hard Talk about Chase. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm going to choose to take away the positive from Chase. 25 fucking carries, 28 touches overall. Didn't get it done on the ground in terms of like production and efficiency. But that's a lot of that's a lot of fucking touches. You know, what's so weird. Like, you know what? I never understand why this happens so often. Like the like Chase Edmonds will get like five receptions, six receptions a game. And then for some reason, as soon as he's the starting running back and he's playing every down, 
he just stops getting targets. I feel like this happens so often, and it makes no sense. It's like, how how are you going to be playing 70% fewer snaps, but get more targets, and then play all the fucking snaps and stop getting targets? It makes no sense. Listen to Griselda. I know Griselda. Bitch. Who you talking to? What do you mean Chase can't handle the workload? He didn't get hurt. How much time will McCaffrey miss? I don't know. It's up to anybody. But they have uh let me pull up when their week their week uh their week thing by Shabaribidubap is. Uh let's see. Clyde's got or C Max got week thirteen. Ooh, that's shitty. Week thirteen bye. You know what it would oh man, that would be brutal if he missed the next like two or three weeks and then he had his bye week thirteen. You don't get him back until first week of the playoffs. I don't think he's gonna miss that much time. I'm hoping this is just a sprain so they can maybe miss one week, give him a fucking painkiller injection for week eleven and be ready to roll. Cause as fun as Mike Davis is to plug as a handcuff, like there's no substitute for Christian McCaffrey. All right. It's like fucking, when I, I had a pug growing up, I had a, a pug, fat pug, fat dog, pug named Skippy. So fat, so fat, so fat. He makes Josh Kelly look skinny. He make Eddie Lacy look, looks like, like he's anorexic. That's how fat my dog was. His name was Skippy and it was after the peanut butter. It's fucked up because when we bought him, he wasn't fat. We named him Skippy when we bought him. He wasn't fat. He just, maybe that was just like. You can't name a dog after peanut butter and expect them not to be fat. I stayed be giving him fucking food all the time, though. I, like, after having him, I never want to have a skinny dog again. Um, There was a point to that story. I can't remember. Oh, I was saying there's no substitute for Christian McCaffrey. We used to, my dog, his favorite food in the world was cheese. He loved cheese. But, but if we gave him, this is a true story. If we gave him fat-free cheese, if we gave him fat-free cheese, he would spit it out. He would know it was fat-free cheese, and it would pop out of his mouth. He would not eat it. I'm like, this is the most bougie-ass shit I've ever seen in my whole life. How do you even know it's fat-free cheese? How can you taste it? Like, that's how I know, like, there is, like, nature fucking matters. When we start processing food and shit, like, animals who only know natural things and nature, he don't want it. I'm like, there's a problem here. Okay? So, basically, fat-free cheese is Mike Davis. Full fat ass cheese and Skippy, the pug is Christian McCaffrey. I miss Skippy. I miss him a lot. I'm thinking about getting a dog. I feel like I bring this up like every two weeks. We we're trying to put him on a diet. What do you want from me? How hungover are you, bro? I'm not hung- even actually. We got kind of Liddy on the rooftop last night. You're you're right. I'm not used to being a little hungover. I'm not hungover, but like I didn't really sleep much last night. I've been sleeping like shit the last couple nights. I don't know why. I can't believe like we don't have like a machine or like a pill or like something that just doesn't get you to sleep like perfectly. Like we should have a machine that you just like plug yourself. I know we're not like robots and shit, but like sleep's kind of important. Like focus on that. Have a machine that just puts you out for eight hours, eight and a half hours, wakes you up and then you're refreshed. There's no like all like Advil PMs and shit. You take them and you feel... You feel like you have got, got clouds going. You got a thunderstorm in your head. Like you, everything's cloudy. Skirt.
You shortened your own dog's life. Bro, he lived to be 15. Pugs don't live to be 15. That's why. That's why he lived so long. Because I fed him the good shit. It's nature's cure. Full fat cheese. Fat cheese is fucking... Fat cheese is good for you. It's just protein and fat. I don't know why people don't eat fat. Your like entire brain is made up of fat. The majority of your brain is made up of fat. And people try not to eat fat. I'm like, y'all are... I eating up that gas money, cash money. It's called Benadryl, dude. Yeah, I'm sure Benadryl will make me feel fantastic the next morning. Uh, transhumanism. What the fuck is that? What to do with the DHCEH? I don't even know what that means, but yeah, CH. Uh, it's messy back there. It doesn't. It doesn't help that like that every touchdown Patrick Mahomes throws is from like 25 yards out. He scores so many. I mean, yesterday was different. I was going back through the game logs and I was going to find some weird stat about how every touchdown Patrick Mahomes throws is like 20 yards out. But like yesterday, of course, it ruined it because they all came within like the five-yard line. But prior to that, I think like the last nine out of 10 touchdowns were 10 to 10 plus yards out. Um, And CH obviously isn't converting on the goal line. It's ugly. It's ugly. They cannot run the ball. And I don't even see a fucking point of them running the ball. When you have Patrick Mahomes and you have Tyreek Hill and you have Travis Kelsey... Just throw the ball at a 75% clip. It's a problem. Yeah, like CEH is borderline RB2 right now going forward. My friend's pug almost died eating a chicken tender. It was a great way to go out, though. He probably wouldn't have been too upset. Is it safe to drop Boston Scott? Uh, I would hold... I'm, Boston Scott's another one of those guys that falls into the handcuff category that I will be holding on to. I actually, in E-Town Get Down, I just... Because I own Miles Sanders, I traded Corey Davis for Boston Scott. It's a great trade because Corey Davis is absolutely fucking donut this week. I think he'll be fine, though, to be honest. It's the reason certain radio pharmaceuticals are you. I can't believe I just ripped that word off in my first try. Are used for brain scans because they love fat and cross into the brain. Radio pharmaceuticals love fat. Learn something new every day. What's cracking, Andrew? How long are we at right now? Damn. We have 45 minutes. This shit went fast. You made your dog. This is ridiculous. I didn't make him suffer. He had a great life. You know what's crazy about pugs, though, that not a lot of people know unless you're an owner of pugs? Pugs, like, notoriously start losing their senses. Like, they go blind and they go deaf. And my dog, unfortunately, went through both of those changes. He went completely blind, 100% blind and deaf. If you can go up to 150%, he was a 150% of both of them. Couldn't see, couldn't hear anything. And he would just walk into shit all day. So listen, like the only enjoyment he got out was me feeding him cheese. So fuck off. He loved it. Albert O is out for the season. Is that facts? Was that just, uh, did that just come out? Torn ACL? Mm, damn, you hate to see that. But no, no offense, stonks. Stonks. Here's the full proposal on a playoff contingency plan that NFL clubs will vote on tomorrow. Note, the goal is still to play 256 games in 17 weeks 
or 18 if needed. This contingency to expand playoffs from 14 to 16 teams only would trigger if a meaningful game is canceled. Whatever. What else we got? Did I miss anything big this week? I probably miss everything big this week. Got to listen to anything Jack Harlow. I like Jack Harlow a lot. I think he's super talented. He's definitely not a one-hit wonder. Put it that way. He definitely ain't no fucking Josh Kelly. Should I trade James Robinson and A.J. Brown for C-Mac? No, we're not trading for C-Mac right now, people. We have no idea how serious this injury is. Any hope on Eckler coming bike and being relevant? Yes. Of course he can be relevant when is he coming bike i don't know i would say like week 11 the earliest but i'm not really hopeful for that talk about the Bengals wide receiver situation uh i mean listen t higgins is the one and boyd is a really really good slot receiver who's low-key on pace for like 1300 yards and a lot of catches and shit so in terms of fantasy they're both really good plays um i would rather own boyd going forward for the re- remainder of the fantasy season but higgins is absolutely uh, a guy that you could play week in and week out because him and Burrow just have that ungodly chemistry. He's got that Skippy and Cheese chemistry. James Robinson for Aaron Jones. Yes, absolutely take the Aaron Jones side of that. Now that he's healthy, we know that. All right, all right. That is going to be the end of this episode. It's not even an episode. It's a featured film. A few parting words to leave you with. Going into Monday night, we want to capitalize. It's a shit game. We don't even have to watch, but we can bring in the revenue via monkey knife fight. Under 207 passing yards for Cam. Under 207 passing yards for Joe Flacco. Monkeyknifefight.com. When you deposit anything up to 50 bucks, you're getting double it. You deposit 50, you're going to get 100 into your account using the promo code BDGE. When you text me at this number, oh, I realize for all y'all podcast listeners, you haven't seen the screen. 646 328 6601. I feel like I'm selling a pharmaceutical on a TV commercial. Call me. Text me at 664-328-6601. 664-328-6601. If you text me, I'm going to answer, but you're also going to be entered into a couple hoodie giveaways. Okay? And then make sure you hit up Manscaped. Shave your nuts. Keep your shit trimmed up. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code BDGE. 20% off and free shipping. I love y'all. I'm out. I'll see you maybe tomorrow for another live stream. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Skirt. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.